Hello, everyone. My name is Chuby. And I'm Vanessa. And welcome to No Filters, No Fears podcast. So we're we're beginning to round out season two. We're on episode 29. That means the only episode left is Pachanga episode after this. Party, party. Party, party episode. But for right now, it's a pretty important episode. We're talking about growth. Yes. The growth. Oh. And this is a what level Elefante? This is an Elephant 3. So... Level three. And there's reasoning behind it. It's not like we're going to be like harassing anybody about growth. But as um, before the episode started, Chubby and I were talking about it. And it's like growth can be difficult. And sometimes we don't want to hear what we need to do to grow. (laughs) You know, we think we're doing our We're doing it and we're doing it at our pace. But the reality is we're sabotaging ourselves or we're slowing ourselves down sometimes. You know, and sometimes it takes hearing it from someone else to be like, yeah, man, get it together. Oh, do you have a definition? Of course. I love when you do the definitions. I don't care if it's the word cat. I need a definition from you. Do you guys like it when we do definitions? I want to hear from y'all. In reality, most people might not know what certain words mean or not the words. But when you put when we put the the word growth to get a definition, I got the saddest definition. The increment a little bit of physical. That's not what we're looking for. And then Chuby found the most delicious definition. So let us know in the comments because a lot of the feedback that we get from you guys about these different little segments that we randomly started adding is to see will it make it back in season three will it not will we try something different or will we keep something around i personally love def- the definition because i feel it's like a good springboard yeah growth the actual process or a manner of growing development gradual increase size or stage of development it hasn't yet reached its full growth completed development so Hasn't yet complete. Read that sentence again. That's sick. Hasn't yet reached its full growth. Haven't, hasn't yet. And do, I feel like, do we ever? I don't think we ever. No, we're in a constant process. Yeah, we. I think we constantly grow every day. Like, we're not the same person we were yesterday. I know that we hear that, see that, but it's true. Like, yesterday we learned something that today we're like, I'm not going to do that. Or, oh, I could do better. So I don't think we are the same. You know, we grow every day. Absolutely. I mean, it's really funny because these kinds of topics, it's really topics. One of those things where it's like, ah, uh, it's going to be cheesy and there's going to be so many cliche sayings. But I feel like a lot of these sayings don't come out of the air. They don't come out of nowhere. They come out of somewhere because there's somebody who came, there's people who came before us who had to go through that journey and know that it's about the journey, not the destination, right? And all and all those cliche things that we hear, but that give us so much hope because when you are stuck in a space that might not be who you feel you are, who you want to be, or how you want things to be, it, right. to be striving to get there, it's helpful. I know it's helpful for me. <laughs> It is because it makes you think and it makes you, like you said, have hope. Dream. It makes you uh, motivated. If it, 
Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it makes you sad pants. Right. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, you're not there yet. Keyword. Operative yeah. word there. But you know you're going to get there. You know you're going to get there with your motivation and your, you know, wanting to get there, you know? So right. have to yeah. do it. I mean, it's a fun episode, too, because it's just so happens to be a couple of days before the new year. And 2020 was rough. <laughs> we have a couple <laughs> of rough. Left, so we can't say it's right. It's been, it's getting, mm-hmm. but um, I think within the 2020, a lot has happened. So we'll go through the stages of growth. Let's talk about the growth of the actual podcast of No Filters, No Fears. <laughs> We've been at it since May, right? First episode, yeah. May. Yeah. And we June, started July, August, September, October, November, December. Okay. We've been we've been going at it for, you know, a little bit over half 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 a year. <laughs> a we, little over half. Yeah, we started off what? With Instagram first. Instagram live with what a shit show. If you haven't seen it, go episodes one through five, I think, or six. Yeah, we we invite you to go to watch our episodes on YouTube. So, guys, if you don't follow us on YouTube, please do. If it becomes it's if it's easier for you sometimes to watch it uh, after it's been posted, we post Wednesdays. But episode one lives there, and you will see the shit show I'm talking about. And I'm gonna. It was I was the biggest shit show because Chuby would try to call me and I couldn't answer and then you couldn't see me but you could hear me and then I would try and call and then I had to call Chuby to do the episode. I know the technology was not helping us then either. <laughs> Does anybody who watched that first episode? Anybody watching? Like just raise your little hand in the comment box if you watched the episode any of oh those Instagram God. live episodes. And then the bless your heart. And then the body, at least the topic, you know, um, how it starts, you know, like how new things, new beginnings and stuff was a good episode. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. But it's one of our most viewed episodes, no? Uh, uh, no, not most viewed, most heard in Anchor. Most heard on Anchor. And that is because if you see it, the mouth is not going with the voice. Technology has not been kind to us. That's why we had to go there and do a technology episode and bring on Carlos to, to you know, restore our faith a little bit in technology. <laughs> Danny, Danny's like, Danny's like, I was there. I saw the travesty. <laughs> saw the shenanigans. I can't. I cannot watch the episode. I cannot sit there. I'm like, I am dying in the inside. I really can't. What has been your favorite uh like growth moment thing for the podcast. And you guys are welcome to comment this as well. Like what has been your favorite thing that you've seen develop throughout uh, the seasons? We're already on season two. If you didn't know season two, episode 29. (laughs) Well, well, obviously it has to be this beautiful. Look at this. Look how beautiful we have our platform now. I know. I mean, that's StreamYard, man. Right. Thank you. Thank you, StreamYard. Thank you. Uh, we're very grateful. 
No, but this has been the, the biggest growth for me in the aspect of visuals first. Let me go there because I, I can't stand watching any of the episodes before this. <laughs> and I am, yeah, and just the information as well. Our topics yeah. and the things that we've chosen has been, you know, also, um, you know, a, a growth for us because we, well, when we started, our episodes were rough. Like our topics were serious. They really were. But we were, it was serious times and we were both really affected, right? right? Getting into our second, what was it already? Our second episode. Oh, yeah, no. It, we were very emotional. It was a very difficult time. Um, you know, George Floyd had just had just been murdered and we had we were going through and we're like, we want to talk about all the things and how do we kind of address these things in a sense, because everybody was on edge and everybody was all over social media, just being so nasty to one another over, over things that did not require nastiness. Yeah. And we, we didn't do it the following Monday that we said we would, we ended up doing it another week. We, We needed a minute. Oh yeah, no, we we didn't do it right away. We took a week and we were like, okay, we are composed. Not not composed completely because we still lost our right. shit. But we were composed enough to actually continue it because we needed to give time for that. I thought mm-hmm. that that was a selfish thing to do if we would have continued the episode next day. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And I I mean I think see, I definitely love the growth of the platform that we're now streaming from. But I also love that, that we've been able to like balance the episodes and make it about different things, right? We had some fun episodes, like Memory Mondays is always a good, a good time, right? We talked about toys, we talked about food. Have we done food? Yeah. We did nothing. no, it was toys. It was what was the other one? Toys music. Yeah, it right. Was music. So fun to kind of balance out the heavier episodes. Consent. Oh yeah. Boundaries. Shame. You know, shame. But those are very necessary ones, and they've been a lot of mental health ones because I feel like during this pandemic, a lot of us have, like, if life is already hard here, right? <laughs> let's add the Rona, right, and all the madness that's come with it. We're all like kind of working from a very interesting place. That's what baffled me the most. We were literally in the middle of a pandemic in May, like when it like starting. Yeah. Riots happening. There's thousands of people dying. Like it was just all over the place. Like it was madness. Yeah. So having that balance of episodes that weren't all just like, you know, we were talking about it. We're talking about it behind the scenes, getting episodes ready. Like, okay, we're going to loosen it up for this minute, but the next one is consent. <laughs> right? But right. It, it's, it's been nice to have that balance because it's also, it's also nice to do the research and like calm our, our own brains down, getting ready for the episodes. Right. Cause being emotional, like not emotional in that way, but like having to be in a, in a, a level five elephant each single episode also yeah. helping us. Right. You know, and then oh no, oh no, I can't live there all the time. Oh no, no, no. Uh, guys, if you are watching, I see that there are people watching. Feel free to let us know what what you've liked because I like quotey quotes. That's been my favorite segment added. 
Well, I actually like music with Vani. I like I like that one. Oh, no, nobody was listening to my playlist. I'm, I'm mad at y'all. <laughs> if you were listening to a playlist, can you like let her know, please? You, you know. let me know, because I was all in my feels. I was like, look, I am listening to I, every um, possible genre of music. I like um Chuby's Book Corner, but obviously- I love Chuby's Book Corner. I still got a lot of books to read from Chuby's Book Corner. But I love, I love, I love a lot of those that popped up on there. And what do you say um, has been the episode that has helped you to be grow? I love the Plur playlist. Yeah, they run to it. Woo! I'm gonna add some more to that one because I've just been introduced to some badass music. Tin liquor, um, check them out. Pretty badass paradise. <laughs> I guess a shame episode. I yeah. Guess, yeah, I guess that has helped me grow. Like, obviously, not to be ashamed of things that should be normalized, you know, and not to be in my head about it a lot because I know that people are gonna be people and people are gonna talk regardless what right. you do or what you don't do. So shame, shame was one of those episodes where I was like. I have to agree. I have to agree for myself, but also to be more cognizant of how I say certain things yeah. that could potentially be making the recipient, right, of yeah. what I'm saying feel ashamed. Um, it's not my, I don't think it's ever any of our intentions, especially when we're talking to people that we love, right. to say something in a way that's going to trigger a negative response or feeling in them. Right. And um, if it is, you might, you need to get yourself to a therapist. But, <laughs> but I don't think it's ever our intent. And that being, that being said, like the communication episode. Oh yeah. That, right. That, that was yours. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, in my mind, I pride myself on being a great communicator. And in reality, I fail. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, not to the extent of before. And that's another thing. Like, you and I have also talked about that. Of Like, you don't do this so much anymore. You, I haven't heard you say, right? Chubi tells me all the time, I don't hear you say I'm sorry for everything. Like, before. At the beginning, I was like, you're going to wear the word out. Like, it has somewhat no meaning now. Like, it does, it's just a filler now. But I'm glad you you have actually recognized that you don't need to say it because you don't. It, it's not that you don't mean it, but it's just that it's unnecessary. It just doesn't need to be said. So, yes, I, I've noticed that. And you still add it, and you're still not saying it. So... And then to other people, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry left and right. But but it's one of those things. It's one of those growth things. Right. But communication was the episode for me. It, what did what episode did y'all feel help you grow? Oh, you know what other episode uh, helped a lot? Like the the pronoun episode. Ooh, oh, definitely. I could have grieved on that one, too. But it helped for... Very interesting reasons. Number one, it catapulted me to like watching um, a lot of documentaries and and, and such, right? Uh, not just about non non-bi non-binary, um, but about the trans community 
and things like that. And filling in those gaps of where it's like so much, I think I talked about this with you after watching that one documentary about, um, oh my goodness, Marsha. Marsha P. Johnson, yeah. Marsha P. Johnson, where it's like every place that society insists where there's this huge difference. And it's like, we just have to tolerate each other because even though it's so different from you and there really isn't, the human desire is to be loved and wanted and felt a part of something, right? And the more we try like to insist that there is this difference, we're all different and unique and that should be celebrated, right? But what connects us is that you may be straight and so-and-so might be queer, but there is something that can still, you know, the experiences are the same. We all fall in love. We all bleed. We all get hurt. And those things has nothing to do with your race, your religion, your gender, nothing. And those documentaries really highlighted that kind of thing. And what kind of prompted that was the pronouns episode. We, we did a lot of research for that. We learned a lot because then Stonewall. Because yeah. then it was the Stonewall episode, yeah. Yeah, and the, I mean, obviously they were correlated because, come on, you know. But yeah, we, we learned a lot on those on those two. A lot, a lot of information. Yeah. You know, and a lot of um, icons. And then from there came like consent and boundaries. And though, and it, it seemed around that time that every single episode was linked together. I mean, they still are to this day because we know. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel I feel like it's also like where we have been, where Chubi and Vanessa have been mentally and, and discovery-wise. And the whole point of why No Filters, No Fears was going to be a thing was to talk about the things that nobody wanted to talk about that was on our minds, in our hearts, that we know people are dealing with, but everybody wants to paint the pretty picture of it, you know? And we're like, fuck that. Right, everybody's Let's in a fuck bubble. Shit up. Everybody's <laughs> in a bubble. So I was telling Vanessa, I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of people pretending that there's nothing wrong with the world because they don't want to deal with it. They just think that it's okay to be like, oh, it's not affecting me personally, so it doesn't matter. Or that there's only one way to approach it. Right. And that if it's not your way, it's the wrong way. And that's not cool either (laughs) you know and obviously you know coming together to opinionated people and bring tough topics you know and they're gonna get tougher the longer we keep doing this the more shit we're gonna talk about that is tough and if you don't want to hear it guess what you don't have to participate yeah but we you know want you to so you can learn a little bit about something that you don't know anything about and if you do maybe get more educated on it you know? And in 2020, what do you feel has been big growth? Either something that you no longer do or a, a moment that was a catalyst of growth for you. And it doesn't have to be from the show. It could be from like anything if you wish to share. Yeah, because I'm thinking I'm like being stuck in a house for a whole year without actually going anywhere. I mean, Honestly, just doing the podcast has actually been, you know, like I told everybody and I asked everybody, you know, it's been a dream to actually like 
set it in stone and it's there and, and you know we're doing it but other than that i don't even know i'm not i'm thinking and i'm like because nothing has really changed for me except just being home well i mean it's funny because <laughs> like for me i right now i feel like there's still so much that i like i feel stuck in a lot of aspects and at the same time particularly at the beginning of the pandemic, but it forced me to slow the fuck down and sit down because I couldn't go anywhere. And my pretty much my daily routine was driving here for, 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 for being and going out and doing the thing and, um, and placing very little focus on the things that I needed to focus on, right? And I'm saying, you know, it's still, it's still an issue, <laughs> but um, I, we just started doing this. I started, you know, I, I was able to refocus on, on myself, a lot of things and do a lot of cabecita work. That's what I'm saying. Like for me, I'm like, I'm uh, like with my family and my friends, I think I still cultivate those relationships. So for me, really, just this episode yeah. has been the the it you know and yeah. putting all these thoughts that I have about the world and about what we say and and think or whatever into it into this has actually helped me not go crazy so in that little aspect you know but other than that no. my biggest growth has been the accountability bit mm. and and this I guess is a good segue into you know perceptions on or recommendations and suggestions, whatever the hell you want to call it, as to what growth is, can look like, um, and where we shouldn't allow ourselves to get stuck. And for me, the biggest aid in growth is accountability. And that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, make sure I'm doing the thing, right? When somebody checks in and you're like, did you drink your water? Did you do it? Yeah. But also personal accountability is massively important because a lot of us are floating around like we are God's gift to fucking humanity and not changing a damn thing. And we're causing ourselves damage or we're causing damage to those around us just because we're like, well, it's just how I've always been. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, and I was doing that. And it. a friend of mine said something to me when we were talking that like, I had already been on this choo-choo of thought, but it cemented it for me. It gets to a point where you start to realize, oh, so-and-so wrong me, so-and-so wrong me, and it's the same wrong, or it's the same circumstance, and you keep repeating that pattern, and you're like, okay, what is it really that I was wrong this way? The, you know, the consistent per thing in all of these situations, it's me. Right. It's never easy to say that you're the one who fucked up. <laughs> it's not easy. And nobody wants to do it. No one, and, you know, and we all want to be kind to ourselves. And sometimes we need to be a little tough on ourselves. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Yeah. I can be extra nasty to me. <laughs> well, you can't be that nasty to yourself. I know. I know. Pero. I mean, no, it's a <laughs> you got to get the job done. And, 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 and going off of what you're saying, I guess forgiving people also this year has been a thing. Holding it Yo, up. yes. You've been on that forgiveness tip. <laughs> and literally sitting there and I'm like, I forgive you, but we do not have to reconnect. That was the biggest thing I have learned. That I could say 
wholeheartedly that I've learned that you can forgive someone and you don't need them in your life. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if they don't understand why you don't need them in your life. I mean, in your life, but as long as you're like, I forgive you and we can move on. Let me tell you, Um, I did that four times this year. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait. wait, It's like forgiveness, accountability, and it. What for you guys that are watching right now? What do you feel is a kind of like a cornerstone or an important factor in growth, right? And you know, we went through—I forgot what episode it was—but you know, therapist Helen introduced us to the cycle of change, oh, yeah. right? And change in life is inevitable. It's gonna happen. And that particular episode, we talked about how like some people can deal with it and some people can't. And some people think they can until they are faced with that change. And then it's like, wait a minute. I mean, we could use the pandemics as a perfect example. Absolutely. Like to me, it hasn't affected me one bit, but there's somebody that I know, for example, possibly you, that is like, I can't be in this house anymore. I need to get the fuck out. And I understand that it's the change. Nobody could deal with it easily. I mean, obviously, we're different people, you know, but it applies. The pandemic is a perfect example of that. So change is inevitable, but what you do with said change is your reaction, right? Right. So how, what do you guys feel is like a factor, an important factor to aid in growth? Because growth can absolutely get It can get stunted, but it can also feel at times that we're not growing and it's happening, even when we're not putting effort into it. Like, you don't have to be like, okay, today I'm going to do the thing. You know, I know that there's people that do it with lists. People just say, it happens. (laughs) It's going to happen. Like, consistency is key, but if you don't do it one day or two, don't beat yourself up about it either, you know? Yeah, man. Like, for example, it can be. It can be, but you can't beat yourself up and say, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't do it for two weeks. It's like give yourself a rest, too, you know, or whatever it is that you promised yourself that you were going to change or do for yourself, you know? I mean, look at las maticas in our background right now. Look at our pretty little (laughs) plants in our background. We don't hear plants growing Right? We don't hear them doing their processes. Okay, we're going to push the roots now, guys. Roots, roots. You know, they're doing their thing. They're doing their process. And the next thing you know, oh, look, it has a little flower. Mm-hmm. We see the fruits of it when we see the fruits of it. And you can have two of the same flowers and one's going to, you know, grow more than the other because maybe this one, like the fertilizer you use, but you never know. They're all different little flowers. <laughs> Do you like my cheese puffery? Well, I'm thinking about my flower because before I know it, this my plant is three feet tall right now. So it's like, what's that? I looked at it and I'm like, where have you? Where were you? You know, it blink of an eye, and it's like you know. So it's a perfect you know analogy for that, but um, <laughs> plant. We're all little flowers. Hashtag we're all flowers. <laughs> Whatever flowers you want to be, don't doesn't matter. You choose your flower. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, it's been fun. I mean, growing internally, obviously, and with our our podcast, which I never thought that, you know, again, we were going to make it to episode 29. So I guess I have to change that mentality. <laughs> there you go. That's that's the growth. That the growth. That remember how I told you the first time I was like, I didn't think we were gonna make it. <laughs> Legit. So I was I, like, what? what do you mean? So I guess I have to change that mentality and say we are. Because we are, we're gonna do it because we're both committed to it. And we just I just have to stop um having that fear, that doubt that we're not going to because of X, Y, and Z, you know. So I guess that's my 2021 um <laughs> resolution of growth to actually sit there and be like, we got this, we're gonna do it. You know, Legit. I make it annoyed that things are not going how I want them to go, but guess what, that's a part of the process, right? Of the growth of, of- we're, we're gonna we're gonna do, this is, you're driving this bus with me. This <laughs> is our bus, ready? Oh. This is our bus, we're oh. gonna be 100. There are days, there are Mondays, when we're coming on here and it is not the moment <laughs> to be doing a live episode. I'm like going through it or Chubby's going through it. And we're like, we're going to do the episode. And like, as soon as the live comes on, like number one, we'll start talking before the episode. We do 45 minute checks because you all have seen our technical difficulties. Yeah. Okay. We do a 45 minute tech and we're, we're talking, I'm doing my makeup. You know, that's my woosa moment. <laughs> and in that conversation, new episodes, future episode ideas come up, more clarity about the episode that's about to happen happens, but also like we level out our mood. And the moment right. you guys start popping in and saying your hellos and uh, you know, writing commentary and interacting with what we're talking about. And when now that we've had live like guests, I love having guests. I that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Um, you know. By the time the episode is done, we're like, that was so great. That was better than I thought. I was I thought it was gonna be caca. <laughs> today was not the day. And then by the end of it, you know, so suspending disbelief. You know what? I'm gonna start writing these in the comments. So we said uh self uh where account accountability period. But 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 you know I'm taking the steering wheel now. Um, it's Take true. Steering wheel. It's true that sometimes we get on we get on to do the you know the meeting and it's like we literally say screw it we don't care for the <laughs> we don't care for the episode. But it's not because we don't care. It's because we're in such a like un, I was gonna say unstable mood, but that sounds like you know we're in a very terrible mood that we just don't want to sit here and actually go through with it. But we do because we know that. We committed to ourselves to sit here and actually do it. We committed to to educate us and everybody else in whatever the topic may be that day. So yeah, and then and you're right. At the end, we're like, wow, I didn't think it was gonna go that well. Yeah. And this is like, it, and it does change our mood. It does make us feel better. I guess talking amongst us and then you guys does make us feel like, okay, look at which this. is just proof positive. So. This is this is where it gets fishy, fishy funny for me. But this is where I say it's a balance, right? Because um, I totally am, and 
I've learned this more lately than ever before. Like being your own person and the independent and the thing is great. But no one's an island. We didn't get here on our own. Whether it's like a touch and go, a, 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 a person for the moment, that person helped you in, in some way, right? So have, like acknowledging the fact that once you guys engage with us or we're here or we engage with one another and then our goal and our joy is to like share with you, et cetera, connection, right? Thanks, Agnes. People can love their solitude. I know, Tubi, you love your, your cave. <laughs> You know, there's people that really love their solitude and their autonomy and celebrate that. That's fucking great. Beautiful. But it's important to allow yourselves moment of connection, right? Of vulnerability. We've talked about that, right? Um, giving ourselves the opportunity to lose the concept that we're going to be failed right. by other people, Right. You're, you know, it, it might happen. It might happen. But suspend your disbelief. I love that you said consistency. I hadn't. That, was, that one's a good one. Consistency. As of late. And the person who has taught me this will know who it is. Right? You got to have your own back. You got to have your backup plans. Right? But. On that same notion, I cannot lose my Vanessa -ness in this all in all of this. Mm -hmm. That is a true statement, and I have learned that, and it's part of what has made me be like accountability. Do you got yourself into this mess? Old Vanessa did stupid shit that now new Vanessa, who wants to be responsible, has to deal with, right? Right. So that being said, yeah, you gotta have your own back. You have to have backup um, things. But how lovely when someone proves to you that you right that you can depend in a different way and you're now on your own chubby <laughs> look at him i am here with you <laughs> episode 29 no and i know and but i knew that because obviously yeah. that's why i went out to you because i i knew your background i knew your i know that you were outspoken and when i and started I, slipping chubby was like listen <laughs> And, and obviously, but also it, this is a back and forth thing. Like if maybe if I am too overbearing with like the my work ethic, you know, like, hey, you know, but but obviously it's a place of love. It's a place of like, hey, you know, like we I know we both have two different work ethics. Like you go this way, I go this way. But we got to match somewhere, you know. But you know what? That's also a part of growth. I'm glad you said this. Part of growth is stop taking shit personal. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Right, that's a big one. I am there. Here comes the bus, and Vanessa <laughs> jumping back on it. Clean and taking shit personal sometimes. I get all in my feels. Right, we talked about um, during the therapy episode. Why is mind logical? What was it? Damn it! Where's therapist Helen when you need her? <laughs> I know this. I know this. Why is mind? It, ah! Why is mind logical? And then. No. Was, wise man is a good place emotional yeah. i know it's the emotional one and then the logical one and then there's wise right emotional lady over here but on that tip wait, wait i want to write it down i've been writing them down and making a list we said 
Which is the one we just had? Logical, wise mind? No. No, before, before. <laughs> Guys, help me because my choo choo of thought just left me entirely. And and Chuby never remembers anything, so. But <laughs> it was a good one, too. We're like, oh, that's part of growth. Oh, not taking shit personally. I'm literally going to write oh, it like that. Don't take shit personally. But but before you lose your choo-choo again, uh -huh, what about not taking shit personally? Continue. Yeah. Oh, what about it? What happens when we take that shit personally? We get stuck there and we start the blame game. Right. Okay, from true experience. And you, and you are ruminating in the caca. <laughs> you are sitting in it, sniffing it, rolling around in the caca. I'm a visual person. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Be visual. Imagine that you are causing and like prolonging your own misery and sad pantsness. Right. Or pissed offness. You know what I'm saying? When you could just be like, what did you mean by that? Because it really, I didn't like it. <laughs> or like, I heard you like, I, and I and the thing is, you you can also just ask what somebody meant, like you know what I mean? Yeah, really. I'm like I'm confused. I don't know what you. Because in my mind, because in my mind, sometimes I'll say something. I don't know if this happens to you. I'll say something, and I'm very clear on what I meant, and the intention is like good. And then it's I'm like, oh, that's what you got? Oh no. <laughs> Always oh, no. happens to me, so I always want to clarify. I'm like, wait, hold on, that's not what I meant. This is what I meant. Right. But if if we were right, if we were all beings attempting, because all one can do is really like work at it uh -huh. because we're human and it's going to happen. And sometimes our emotions get the best of us and we go we'll snap back. It's going to happen. Right. <laughs> and it's fine as long as we come back. What happens afterwards is the good shit. Right. right. But it's going to happen. But if you make the attempt and we're both individuals that are attempting to not take things personal. If you took something personal, you can clarify. What, what did you mean by that? Because that shit hit me right here. Right. Yeah. I, are you, I, I think I've asked you this before, but I'll ask for the sake of the viewers. Are you a person that connects things readily to themselves? Like if you watch a movie or you hear a song or you hear a story of like a friend like, that you can connect, you're like, oh, well, when it comes to music, yes, totally. You know, and some movies, depending. But yes, I could connect to it and possibly cry if it's you know making me sad. You know, part of my job description. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> it's literally what I do for a living. Find the connection so you can act it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're right about taking shit personally. Like that never happens to us though, because I tell you straight up, I'm like, hey, by the way, you know. You know, you know, this, this is going on. And I tell you straight up, I'm like, we missed 10 a.m. on post, but we could do a 3 p.m. post, whatever, you know, like, well, I'm not gonna. Like, I'm it. sorry if that was a, like, I'm sorry if I was dry, I wasn't mad. I'm like, no, I didn't take it mad. Right. That's also what I mean. Like, don't take it personally. Like, if somebody talks to you and you know them outside of that situation, do right. not base your response solely on that moment. Okay. You know this person for X amount of years, X amount of months, and X amount of minutes. This is but a moment, a snippet of their life that maybe they were constipated. Maybe they stubbed their toe. 
Right. Maybe they're hangry. Like it. Yeah. That moment does not an entire situation make. And and the thing is, for example, us. I know that you're busy because obviously you're a teacher. So I was like, I, and I know your schedule somewhat. So I'm weird. like, <laughs> my schedule is weird. Right, it is. So sometimes I just try to message you when I know that you're like maybe the least busy, like in early in the morning or like mm -hmm. in the afternoon. But you already know what's up. You know what we what what's the day, what we need to do. But I know that you are a teacher and you have other shit in your brain, in your mind that you will forget. So guess what? Chewy's there. Reminders. <laughs> I appreciate them. I am mad at it. And you don't take it personal because you know it's just a reminder. We are humans, we're gonna forget. But it's funny because like something like that that might like set somebody else off. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna take it personal, but place it on my mother or somebody that's really, really close to me in a very personal, not work-related manner, I'm going to take some shit, some weird things, real personal. Does that happen to anybody else? Say it in the comments. What is something that you tend to take personally that you, you catch yourself afterwards and like, oh, it wasn't even that. Like, it didn't need to be that weird. Just when I tell you that I'm like, oh my god, like when the late post, you know how you know how I am about that, and that fucking but I, and in my mind I'm like, hi, Chubby, really. <laughs> but in, yeah. but then I realize, you know, they're trying to keep they're trying to keep it together, they're trying to keep it together and structure. Right, because I'm learning that from you. I learned that from you about the whole, um, what is it called? The whole, um. Analytical, uh, what's the, the analytics for social media posting? Right, I don't, the know, best I, don't, I don't know that shit, but I'm learning that from her. Like, you, but you see, I'm learning, I'm learning from you that you know, and other people in my life that they're, I, of course, when you are a unstructured being, every structured person comes at you, they're like, they're magnets to you to see, para ver si se te pega lo bueno, so see if you learn. Some necessary shit to make you adult, and I've really needed this in this time to to adult, right? So having having structural beings around me, and kind of like, oh, I'm gonna take a page from your book about this and about this. It's helping me fall in line. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. And ironically, I'm not a structured person. I have structured qualities because certain things should I would like to be structured, but my life. Be that day. It's like a load yeah. of food. so free like the wind. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, we're learning because, like I said, this is part of something new that I didn't know about. So this is yeah. also, you know, learning and adding a new page to my book about. Oh, now I know al uh, about algorithm, maybe or how to, you know, mm -hmm. social media mm -hmm. stuff. I'm learning it from you. So yeah. So there's growth in actual knowledge. There's growth in. Uh, consciousness of um, spiritual consciousness, uh, health consciousness. Look, pandemic, Vanessa became a vegan. <laughs> you know? And um, how has it been for you? Because you're, you're a very active person and being inside, like you've still been able to find ways to. I work out inside. I try my best to work out, reach them 7,000 steps. Sometimes I do 10,000. Steps. I work out. I try to do as much as I can in the house. I mean, there's a patio I could go to, obviously. Right. You know, there's a park behind my house. So, yeah, I try to be active as much as I can. 
but um what has the, the pandemic has taught me is to be in one place for more than a year, a year. and make it work and make it work exactly because i like being anywhere but here that's my saying i like anywhere yeah. but here like being around about and people that know me they know i don't like being in one place at all so being here has uh, taught me to to appreciate it you have you have somewhere most people don't you have a, you know stability which that i always a big part Francis. yeah big part of growth gratitude me, yeah. I like. So, yeah. so how, what have you seen me not do or grow in since I've seen you not use it? Well, the, 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 that we always talked about how that you brought up growth, uh, forgiveness on your mm -hmm. own, and that was really one of the things that I saw that stood out to me because you would tell me, "Look, I'm going to talk to so and so," or like you know, I was thinking about the situation, and it was such a like an absolute release, an absolute forgiveness. You know what I mean? Uh, from normally it's <laughs> adios, you know? And and it has its value. We talked about this, that has its value. And, uh, but the steps that it took you hmm. to reach forgiveness with the particular people that it did, that that takes huge growth because that's you unpacking your own stuff and and doing your own, you know. That's a lot of cognitive work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. That that other person may not be ready to meet you there, and that is, ooh. Before I do quote quotes, because my phone's gonna die, so we gotta do quote yeah. quotes. Yes, yes, we gotta do quote quotes. But another huge thing, and tell me if you disagree. I could be lying. Another big thing of growth, um, would have to be, and I think you are the queen of acknowledging this or the royalty we're gonna leave it at royalty <laughs> oh <laughs> um is the person may not be there you're gonna have to you know go through it and like understand and acknowledge and put your efforts and um intention into whatever is meeting you where you're at and understand that whoever is not meeting you there, either they don't need to be a part of your life, like you said, or that that's as much as that's going to be. And that's it. You can't force it. You can't ask and it. it is going to save you headaches. It might make you cry. It is sad because sometimes, yeah. you, sometimes it's not, it, it's, you want more, more of that. But at the reality of it is you won't drive yourself crazy. And there is a reason that that is not there with you. Exactly. No, as my grandmother said. There is not, there's no bad thing that happens without it, there being a reason. I really believe that. Ooh. Sharon. Sharon. Wow. I've been more conscious of my health and spirituality this year. Yes. I feel I've, I'm more vocal about my feelings and protecting my energy. That is so beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Protecting, protecting your energy is the best thing you could do. You can't give it to anybody. A thousand and five percent. It is the bomb.com. You cannot give from an empty cup. Oh, my best friend, Angie and Andrea, have tried teaching me this forever. They're like, Vanessa, Vanessa. That's my, like my go-to. Give from the empty cup. You can't give from a damn empty cup. 
And it's funny because I've known you for what seven, eight years now, and I'm like, you have you carry an empty cup. It's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but I'm learning. Look what, and this is the best example, and people use it all the time. And it's finding like, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're on an airplane. What do they tell the parents to do? Put the mask on yourself and then on the kid. Right. It's not like you don't care about your kid and you don't want to save his life. But if you, adult with knowledge and experience, is dead. You right. can't do shit for anybody else. See, yo estoy jodida mentalmente, estoy frita. I can do nothing for my mother, for my partner, for nobody. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's why we always say you have to take care of yourself first in order for you to take care of anybody else. Or like you have to love yourself first in order to be in a relationship with anybody and else. And it hurt. it's hard because all you want, I, all you want to do it's fixed but for todo el mundo and be for todo el mundo. And you just go thinner and thinner and then you crack and then you getting angry at people unnecessarily. The thing you were trying to help you fucking up. Well, you're learning that too, that you are not- That's, I'm talking from experience. That you're not the fixer, you're not the helper. You can't always help, help, help. You can't always fix, fix, fix. Nope, you cannot. Sometimes, you know, and and- and in seeing other people be like that and still be self, you can be selfless and still have moments where you take yourself. You have those boundaries, right? Selfish. And in seeing people that do that successfully, it's been a giant motivator and inspiration to like, okay, I am not failing someone. I'm not fucking up. Right, because this is learned behavior, and we all talked about it like in attachment styles and all of that. That it's from how we grew up, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's that idea that if I am not fixing, if I'm not giving it my 1005%, even if I'm falling apart, then the person's gonna think I don't love them, I don't care. It's not true, and that takes a it, and it's easier said than done because I'll say it now. And I will follow through with it maybe for a week and then I'm back at it. Ah, oh, and then I catch myself. It is a process. It is a process, but acknowledging it, you know, is helpful. So I'm gonna do quote quotes really quick because I literally have four percent. And ya estamos llegando to the end of our thing anyway. To create space for new things in your life, you have to let go of things that are no longer serving you. Uh, stop holding on when it's time to let go. Upa. Upa. And that's the thing. Like, you know that it, it's not serving you because you are, like, complaining about it. You're, like, upset about it 24-7. Or you know that it's inconvenient to your life in some way or not. And you just, lo tiene high, lo tiene high. And some things are harder to let go of others, right? Of course, of course. If you're talking about physical shit, right, like, emptying of storage units or a decluttering your house right that can still be hard if you're a sentimental fool like me that clings on to every little piece of paper because it's like oh fulanito gave it to me in the third grade and that was my first crush right <laughs> but you let it go it's no longer serving you third guy is you don't even talk to third grade crush no more you know what i mean that's a step letting go of a human being is a different animal Right, because the investment is different. Letting go of someone who's passed away, right? Some that sometimes that can be very difficult. Yeah. Whether it be a human being, a pet, it doesn't matter. Um, 
And it's not that they're not serving you, but that sadness doesn't yeah. serve you. Their yeah. memory and the joy, absolutely, right? And sometimes um, we cling to the failure of something versus where it was successful, right? So the end of a relationship automatically means it was a failed relationship. Right, which obviously I don't-, I don't Well, it depends. It depends because there are scenarios where it's like, yeah, that was shitty, bro. It's over. Right, right. But for the most part, you know, there, you can look back on it and be like, I'm, I'm gonna choose to remember this. Like, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, today's the anniversary of so-and-so's passing. I'm like, why do we wanna remember that? You know, I automatically feel in my body when it's my grandparents, the anniversary of their passing. But I don't like, I'm not like, but I celebrate their birthdays, their anniversaries, right? The joyous, right? Yeah. So reframing to to the happy. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think necessarily um, like uh, celebrating the passing is a bad thing. Cause we, like we celebrated my mom's passing, you know, because this, um, we still had her, you right. know? So it's still a happy time that we still got- My mom says that it's a graduation, so you celebrated her graduation. There you go. We always do, we have everything. Every Mother's Day, birthday, passing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You name it, she's getting, we're, we're, you know, we're going to see her, so. But mm. anyway, yeah. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are, Max Dupree. Repeat it again, please. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Layers. You got to shed the layers. Yeah. And it can't always just be blah, blah, blah. It oh, see. The, the follow-through. Okay, you're going to walk it. You're going to have to talk it. Yeah. Soul ties can be hard to shake for some people. Oh, baby. Say that louder for the people in the back. Well. Soul ties <laughs> are very difficult. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel that in my soul, Sharon, absolutely. Um, life is not happening to you. Life is responding to you. And it says, read that again, so I will. <laughs> life is not happening to you. Life is responding to you. That's where that whole thing of accountability comes in. Right. Me, right. And acknowledging where I might be the repetitive pattern in my undoing sometimes, right? yes, a person did a thing that caused me hurt or that triggers, but you allowed it, you stayed, you didn't speak up, you didn't communicate. So it's, no, you are, don't beat yourself up, but also acknowledge your, your own role in, in, in your feelings. Right. And if it really affects you that much, if you're just going to be harping on it, then do something about it. Right. If you're there and you know that there's some 500 billion things wrong with it, why are you there? Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe they will change. Two years down the line, oh, oh no, maybe they will change. You chose to stay. Yeah. You chose to, all the list did not match your criteria. And you're like, damn, they're fucking up so hard. And you're like, you stayed. You know, and then that, that's, it, it doesn't matter what it is, job, family, any relationship, you decided to stay. So yeah. Such great quotes because one of them, have you ever heard of the book? Look, this is for Chubby's book corner, even though we don't have one today. No, we don't have one today. But have you ever heard of the book, A Hope for the Flowers? 
So, and I say this all the time, but I have a, a couple of books that are just like my go-to for like every time I read them in my life at a different age, it takes on a different meaning. And it's uh, Hope for the Flowers, um, The Little Prince, The Giving Tree. Oh, although, yeah. although I have a thing about The Giving Tree, but still, uh, The Giving Tree and Jonathan Livingston Siegel. But A Hope for the Flowers and The Little Prince are typically known for being kids' books. Right. They are not kids' books. Do not be fooled. There's important information, life information in those books. Um, the Little Prince, every time I've read it at a different stage of my life has meant something different, especially when it uh, deal, like when I'm dealing with the loss of someone, like someone passing away. Um, the Little Prince really helps. Do you have any books of those that have like has been consistent for you throughout your life? No, unfortunately not. No. No. A, a couple of months ago, you read um, the four. Was it the four agreements? No, no, you read another another Miguel Ruiz book. I still have the agreements. Yeah, I believe in one of the laws there is don't take shit personal. I mean, obviously they don't say it like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but that is a book that I do appreciate, and I think that is very helpful for people who are trying to have right. inner growth. So yeah, if you want to use that book, that book is okay. <laughs> that works. Okay, I'm back. So we know we can't get out of here without no Brené Brown. Brené Brown. If you're That's listening, our goal, 2021, Brené Brown. If you're listening, you. if you're listening, everybody make it happen. She needs to. Well, we need to meet her. She doesn't need to meet us, but we need to meet. Her. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe she needs us in her life. Uh, um. So it's a a little square and it says what would you do if you could not fail and that question is crossed out and it is reworded as what's worth doing even if I fail and uh, if you read Daring Greatly which we mentioned in previous episodes by Brené Brown it talks about you know the man in the arena which is a famous um, speech by Theodore Roosevelt right am I messing that up and and it's about, you know, if you're the one in there getting your ass kicked and still trying, that's what counts. Being the one in the audience like, oh, you're doing bad, you suck. Those people's opinion does not really count because they're not down there getting their ass kicked. So what's worth doing even if you fail? Um, the dark does not destroy the light. It defines it. It's our fear of the dark that casts our joy into the shadows. Brené Brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here we go. Growth is uncomfortable because you've been, you've never been there before. Growth is uncomfortable because you've never been there before, and it feels different, and it feels scary, and it might not be something you necessarily like. But in order for the results to happen, um, I was talking about that with somebody. Sometimes we got to do shit that is so outside of our comfort zone right in order to achieve the goals that we say that we wanted i want this i want to be like this i want to be this sometimes it takes doing something completely different because definition of insanity doing the same thing and expecting a different result right 
you can't keep on the same pattern, make baby alterations here and there and expect your ultimate goal to happen. Right. <laughs> Again, easier said than done. It's like, you know, when it's like doing something, you're like, oh, I want to do it, I want to do it, but you're afraid so you don't do it, and then you wait, and then it's like five years down the line, and you're like, shit, I want to do this one thing. And then when you finally do it, you realize, holy shit, I could have done it five years ago. Yeah. But you were but, so scared. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it is a thing of like, you didn't do it then because it was not the moment for it to happen. Right. Because if you were not willing to do what it took for it to happen, you were not gonna do it. You just weren't. Right. So it took five years for you to be willing to do that. But okay, mierda, to have to wait five years to take that jump, to take that yeah, risk, I'm a believer to make that, that different choice. I'm a believer when it's supposed to happen, it will happen. But damn, you know, I don't mean help yourself. Help yourself. Right. Like push yourself to do it because it's not. You're gonna be waiting eternity. And this is my last Codico, and it is my favorite Codico. It is from Hope for the Flowers by Trina Paulus. How does one become a butterfly? You must want to fly so much that you're willing to give up being a caterpillar. Love it. And, you know, I see a lot of, uh, of these quotes and I, um, about how, like, if you're not, there's not everyone has to transform. If you're not a butterfly, if like you're a fish, you're a fish. It's absolutely true, but you can be the best fucking fish you can be. Right. Right. And, and even within the fish, like they have their stages of growth kind of deal. Like, no, you're not going to be, if you're a fish, you're not going to be a fucking giraffe. Right. <laughs> but it is within the butterfly. It is within the caterpillar to become the butterfly. And it's within each of us to become a better version of ourselves, or that version of ourselves that we like imagine. Um, it, it's like how I always tell you from ten years ago how I was. You would not like that, Chewy. I don't know who that person was. I, I we probably would not have been as close. I probably would have been your friend, but <laughs> but like one of those friends, like the hand that like yeah, this thing. yeah. I just let's like, yeah. I was like every time I look at myself, then I was like, why did I even have friends? I was such a nasty person. Like my twenty-one year self, it was like she had issues. They needed to work on some stuff, you know. But but I could say that, you know, and know that I have grown from that. That the person that's that delicious. <laughs> the person that I am today, definitely not the person ten, from ten years ago at all. I I acknowledge this. You know what? Okay, this is my last story before we go into final thoughts. Because <laughs> we know Vanessa can go into stories. I was reading a journal entry the other day. And this is what I'm talking about, like accountability and, and recognizing patterns and recognizing when you're the one, right? Mm -hmm. I was reading a journal. And I saw something that I was like, oh, look, this is something that has been true and innate to me for a very long time. But it also showed me, like it, it kept talking about like, heartbreak and like putting myself, I was putting myself down every other sentence. I was like, oh, look, that is something that has been up in me for a very long time. I don't need that shit no more. I can be really nasty to myself. We don't need that shit. The world is hard enough. <laughs> it is. I don't it's hard enough. 
But how crazy to look at middle school, high school, and it made me very emotional because I was like, I'm saying the same thing and accepting and allowing the same treatment from people since then and allowing those kinds of patterns and treatments to repeat themselves in my adult life. Uh-uh, no mas, no gracias, adios. Like Sharon said, protecting my damn energy. <laughs> but Bye. That's, but that's the thing. It also took that for you to realize, you know, that, coño, what the fuck have I been doing with myself? I don't, you know, like you have to love yourself a little fucking extra hard enough to know that. You Do you like journaling? Do you like journals? Have you met me? Hello? <laughs> I am Hello? Yeah, I write, right. I have so many. Oh, okay. oh that's right. Okay. Well, I used to apparently really love journaling because clearly I'm reading these old journals. I used to be really into journals. My mom would give me journals all the time. Then I got into like college where you had to write journals and they would grade your journals. And to fight the man, Vanessa was like, fuck you. How can you grade my thoughts? And I stopped doing journals. Stick it to the man. We're okay. That was stupid. That wasn't Vanessa thinking she was sticking it to the man. (laughs) (laughs) There was no man. It was school and I was dumb. Yeah. And now I kind of regret not having kept a little bit of, of a journal for that. Um, and maybe I really didn't need it. Like I had the journals for when I needed it clearly because younger Vanessa is who I needed to, to learn, who I need to learn from now. Because adult yeah. Vanessa is having some issues that baby Vanessa could have handled differently. Right. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah. Journals. Maybe journals now as an adult may be helpful. Take I, a page from your book. It is therapeutic. I mean, when you're thinking of something, because I write in patterns of poetry because I'm a writer in that way, but I write my thoughts in that way. So just like writing it is therapeutic. Si te molesta algo, just write it down, but it's out of your mind. And then you go back. To I have it. a friend who does that. And she says that it helps her sort her thoughts out. It's the best way. Like you're angry about something, write it down, and then you're like, go back to it the next day and be like, why was I angry? And then you get to see it and you're like. Or do voice notes. I'm like, I think I'd sooner voice note. <laughs> All right. Well, you like to listen to yourself when you talk. I don't. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I like to listen. It's easier for me to listen. Right. Okay. Yeah. I can focus better. I like my I like to read. I like to write. I'm, I'm okay an auditory that. person. Yeah. I... Final thoughts, Schubster. Growth will happen. <laughs> Growth will happen, but it's like you have to. I know you're gonna get frustrated. I know you're gonna get angry. You're gonna be like, I'm not at my fucking goal yet. But guess what? It's gonna get there. You know, it depends on what your goal is. Some is I go chiquito. Some is some bigger. Some is medium, but you're going to get there and you have to give yourself the pace to get there. You know, work at your own pace, work what, what works for you and don't rush it, you know, and if it's my favorite, thing, for, Chubi, my favorite thing that you say one day at a time or baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. They still lead you forward, man. But it's true. Like, just go at your pace. Listen to yourself. The only person that could help you is yourself. The only person that you can listen to is yourself. And you know what works for you. Listen to yourself. Other than that, those outside voices, they're not going to get you anywhere. 
because either they might be negative, they they might try to skew you in a different path. But what are you gonna do? Listen to them and not yourself when you know what you want for yourself and you know how you're gonna achieve that. It's the only way. Yeah. Nobody knows what you're capable of except you. Exactly. Listen to yourself. You wanna do whatever you set yourself to do, no matter how crazy it may seem to other people. Just do it. Go for it. My final thought um, is, you know, we. I'm going to read really quick. That'll be my final thought. I'll read really quick these things that we put here, if I can get to it, because I don't understand Apple products. I can't. So consistency, connection, don't take shit personally, gratitude, accountability, suspending your disbelief, all of those things are important to growth, but also being authentic with others and being authentic with yourself, with others in the sense of like, if you're not there, you do not have to be, right? And being authentic with yourself, am I really trying hard or am I just saying I'm trying hard because I don't wanna do it, <laughs> right? Um, you know, and sometimes we're not in the best space emotionally. We're not in the best space uh, physically. We may not be in the best space when, you know, when our finances and shit are out of whack. Everything else kind of falls out of whack. But even the tiniest bit of growth is a part of the bigger, of the bigger picture, the final picture. And that cliche saying of, like, it's not the destination, it's the journey. It has to be one of my favorites because it is the most true. If it wasn't for these journeys, we wouldn't meet the people that become a part of our inevitable growth. It is your choice what you want that growth to be, positive or negative, you know? And what might be negative for me is a positive for you. You entiende? Cada loco con su tema. Everybody, everybody has their way of being. And everybody will find their own tribe that accepts that, right? Today I posted on my um, on my Insta story: love is not choice; love is uh, embracing. Um, it is partially choice, but embracing is so much of it, and that means for yourself, your own growth, your own love. So, radical self love, and radical honesty with others and yourself that's it and like you always say choose those that choose you and no matter what platform it is and also remember it's how you react to it it's yeah. how you react to it and you know taking it personal because remember people say things from where they're standing from how they're seeing it right it has nothing to do with you it really doesn't Right, what was that quote about life isn't happening to you? It's responding to you. So however you're acting, the choices you're making, your life, that's what it's responding to. So if you want life to react different, you got to do something different. <laughs> you got to do something different. Right, exactly. We'll see you episode 30, Pachanga time. Y'all better Close be there. Season two. Yeah. Uh, we'll, give you a, we'll give you a lot of uh, fun little tidbits about what's coming up in season three. But for tonight, stay fearless. Yeah.